Welcome to the Student Affairs Spectacular, the weekly podcast giving you a front row seat to the greatest student affairs show on earth. And now your ringmasters, Tom Kriegelstein and Dustin Ramsdell. Hey everybody, welcome to this episode of the Student Affairs Spectacular podcast. Dustin here, and this is episode number 94 with Logan Bishop. He's a social media and digital marketing specialist at Belmont University. Um, We're talking about working with student marketing teams in this episode. Uh, Logan has a lot of great experience kind of riding the wave of the modern uh, digital marketing revolution uh, and a lot of good social media experience and web experience as well. Uh, And he... uh, wrangles the student marketing team there at uh, Belmont. So uh, we'll talk all about that and how they really engage those students in uh, fulfilling, engaging experiences uh, that give them a lot of great uh, skills and uh, sort of just leadership skills and all that kind of stuff. And um, obviously they are advocates for their fellow students as well with just all the kind of marketing work that they do there at uh, Belmont. So all very cool stuff. Uh, Share some good resources as well, as usual, so definitely check out all that cool stuff down in the show notes. And without further ado, and after these brief messages, this is episode number 94 with Logan Bishop. In anticipation of the upcoming launch of the college guidebook, First Year Student of First Year Success, that comes from our friends at Swift Kick and our fearless leader, Tom Kugelstein, we're going to have quick interviews with Tom that go into the process of writing, editing, and publishing your own book. So these are going to go up to the launch of the book on March 29th, uh, and they're going to be really awesome. So I hope you enjoy. So I really love all the artwork and illustrations in the book. Uh, Where did that come from? Who made them? Yeah, one of the things I love that I do is I get to connect with so many students, and it's amazing to find these like hidden talents that these students have. And and Leah was a student who had recently graduated, and she originally helped us out with some logos. And then over the years, she's done uh, she's done books for us, she's done designs, uh, banners. And so we decided to uh, tap into her talent for this book. And uh, it's amazing when we think about these students around us who have these great skills, but sometimes we just don't even think about it. Yeah, it's great to leverage those connections and really give those students a transformative experience. You can look forward to the launch of the upcoming book, First Year Student to First Year Success, coming out on March 29th. For more information, check out studentaffairscollective.org or swiftkickhq.com. Yeah, so how are you? How are your uh, winter holidays? I don't know if you got the chance to get away or do anything special. No, I kind of stayed around in town. It was uh, kind of relaxing, I guess. Yeah. Played some PlayStation and kind of did nothing. There you go. Well, (laughs) I think it is sometimes uh, I've started to realize just like, you know, just on like any any given weekend or something, it might be, you know, people ask just like, oh, like, what did you go up to? You know, like, did you do anything? It's like, I did nothing. And it was great. Like, that was the plan was like, because like the week was busy enough. So I just wanted to like sleep in and yeah, like play some video games or catch up on my shows or something. It's like, and that I get quote unquote doing nothing. Like I didn't get out of the house or anything, but um, yeah, it's nice to do every once in a while too. So that's good that it was uh, restful for you to get to uh, play some stuff, some yeah, I've been uh, I've been needing some, you know, time like that because mm-hmm. it's been a really crazy last few like couple months mm-hmm. um, with uh, with everything students leaving and then coming back. Um, so it's it's been a nice kind of you know couple breaks. Like the the Martin Luther King Jr. weekend was really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think I spent that Sunday like 14 hours straight just playing Witcher. It was great. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, and so like the semester has just started for you, I guess. Like that was sort of like the last little uh, brief respite before the semester. Actually, the semester started on January 6th. Oh, so, wow. Okay. Um, we had a little break after everything had started. So that was nice. Okay. Um, um, of course, there will be no breaks until April. But, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, that's fine. That'll, that'll work. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's, I mean, because we, like, I was back to work around, like, on the, the 5th, um, but students weren't really back there. There's some students here for winter break, so, like, we didn't really, it didn't really, like, feel like everything was back to normal, like, the normal routine until um, Tuesday of this week, uh, as of the recording of this episode. Um, <laughs> that, uh, that uh, yeah, like, the, the routine is nice, I guess, just the familiarity of kind of, you know, the muscle memory of the usual flow, so, um, uh but yeah, so I, we can get into maybe what was uh, uh, causing some of the hecticness for you here um, as we get into the topic of this episode. Uh, but uh, just for everyone's benefit, I, I know your story a little bit, but um, I'm going to just go into the introduction of who you are and how you got to be where you are today. Oh, sure. So um, I'm Logan Bishop. I'm the social media and digital marketing specialist at Belmont University. And I, how I got here is a very long story. Um, I... Uh, it it kind of goes back to when I was uh, when I was in college. I was um, I was in Res Life. Um, I was not an RA. Uh, I was a person that actually ran computer labs uh, at the university, and I somehow got upgraded to resident director over uh, the computer labs and ResNet, um, the the uh, campus uh, residential network. Mm-hmm. And and back then, you know internet in your dorm room was new. This was before there was awesome things like Wi-Fi and all that kind of fun stuff. Um, so, you know, I, uh, I staffed, um, five or six computer labs across campus, including like the only 24 hour computer lab. Um, and also, uh, uh, help students. We had a little help desk that helped students who were having issues with their computers. You know, if their computers had a virus or, you know, they were having trouble connecting to the network, you know, those kinds of things. Um, we kind of helped out with that. So I was over those things. Um, and then after I graduated, because uh, I was in school for six years, mm-hmm. um, after I graduated, uh, went and worked for Dell for three years, um, ran a Dell Direct store in a mall, sold a lot of computers. Um, and then they kind of shut down everything. Um, and I got laid off and I was really depressed. And like literally the day that um, uh, I found I was getting laid off, um, this job position opened up at Belmont um, and my wife worked there. So I was like, heck, we could both work at the same place. That's fun and cool. We'll just try it out and see what happens. <laughs> um, four months later, because, you know, higher ed, um, they hired me um, in uh, April of uh, 2008. Um, and I came to Belmont at a really like big inflection point for the university because, um, we had just announced that we were getting the 2008 town hall presidential debate. Now I was working for admissions at the time, but, um, with my unique skill set, which was, you know, someone who could do web and someone who could do, um, you know, like photos and media, I ended up doing those kinds of things. And I was in admissions there. I did marketing stuff. I ran the university CRM. I helped move the university from 
sending one-off emails to individual students and the rest of it being um, paper mm -hmm. uh, to actually sending e-communications and emails and all those kinds of things, which ended up, um, and I did that for three years. Uh, it, it, I ended up doing some other fun stuff like helping the university venture into social media. So I started the university's Facebook page. Um, and, uh, you know, I helped create the Twitter account and the YouTube channel with a couple of folks in marketing and communications. And we created like this little secret team of folks like running social media. Um, and the university, uh, kind of noticed that and, you know, rather than getting the slap on the, on the wrist or whatever, uh, they ended up promoting me to the guy over social media and moving me over to marketing. Um, now granted, a lot of my admission stuff kind of followed me over there uh, and, uh, and, and that kind of stuff, um, but I became kind of a jack of all trades of social media, um, video, um, and uh, on top of doing other fun, cool things with audiovisual stuff and helping folks with computers and, and all that kind of stuff. So it, 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 it's been a real evolution. So I started out in higher ed, left higher ed, came back to higher ed, and kind of upgraded. Um, and now I, I run a lot of things and I'm still a jack of all trades, but I'm, I'm really focused in on social media, marketing, um, video, uh, um, like digital anything just about. So um, it's been a lot of fun. I'm never bored uh, and it's, it's, it's great. And um, my co-host would probably smack me if I didn't say that I'm also the co-host of the Higher Ed Social Podcast, um, of which you were a, uh, a guest. Yes. Um, and, and Jackie, my co-host, was also a guest of the show, I think, back in September um, or something or other. It was earlier, uh, like last year. Yeah. yeah. Um, but really excited to be here. Really excited to talk to you again. Yeah. Um, Really cool to be on another podcast. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, so yeah, I was gonna give a hat tip uh, to Higher Ed Social. We'll link out to that and to Jackie's uh, episode with us. Um, and yeah, that's how I met you and Jackie. And then uh, Jackie came on after I did an episode on your podcast, and then uh, I did another episode with you all. Then you're on here, so it's a nice little right. sharing of uh, of each other. So um, hey, you did do two, you did do two yes, episodes, didn't yes, you? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very happy to happy to help and happy to be on your show and sort of. Uh, yeah, sharing uh, sharing each other here, but um, I think you're our first guest to to really come back for a second episode. Yeah, uh, it's uh, like so we just uh, we just published episode fifty oh, uh, yes. this week. So uh, I get we're a year old. I can't believe it. We actually made it this long without killing each other. <laughs> yeah, congratulations on that. That certainly is a nice <laughs> milestone. I know I like to. Uh, celebrate all those little milestones too. Just like any little benchmark, it's just like yeah, just even just like for me, you know, just uh, keeps me excited to keep uh, keep going and stuff. So um, mm -hmm. definitely, definitely encourage folks to check out your show as well. Um, and yeah, I mean, just you doing that and all of the things that you do, uh, sort of with your quote unquote day job, it's just um, yeah, I just feel like it, it's just interesting to hear how much you kind of just like rode that wave of all these like all this kind of social media and digital marketing stuff. Really, just kind of. I don't know, coming to the forefront, and I, I, I didn't realize, I guess, uh, just with the timing of your story and kind of your career, just how much that was, like, how you could be, like, the shepherd for all these things, like, kind of advocating for them and implementing them, and um, 
Yeah. It's just, it's really neat to hear that from you that you kind of had that opportunity, but, um, and, and now where you are currently, like you said, it sort of has evolved and kind of shifted over time. What are, you know, kind of a day in your life? What, what are the sort of things that you could do on any given day? What sort of tasks and, um, things would you do now currently? Well, it really depends on the day. Um, because like I said, I, I am a jack of all trades, so I do all kinds of crazy things. Um, I guess my, my day starts out, you know, uh, I wake up and I look at my phone and I kind of see what people said overnight. Uh, it's one of those things when you're a social media person, um, you kind of have to always be there except when you're asleep. Um, or at least be somewhat present. So um, usually, you know, when I'm not at work, I check uh, our social media accounts, you know, maybe once an hour, um, maybe once every couple hours, depending on what I'm doing. Um, obviously, if I'm like in a movie, I don't do that. But, you know, when, <laughs> when I can, I do. And, you know, I get up, I go to work. Um, I, I kind of joke with my boss that uh, I'm available 19-7 usually. Mm-hmm. Um, cause you know, I sleep about five or six hours. Um, but the rest of the time I, I try to be somewhat keyed in. Um, but by the time I get to Belmont, um, I get incredibly keyed in. I go in, uh, and, uh, uh, you know, look at what my content plan for the day is. Uh, we, we create content. I have a student street team that helps me do that. Um, we coordinate, uh, when we post things and what we post and what interesting things are happening on campus, what prospective students might find interesting, what current students may find interesting, what alumni may find interesting, or even just the broader Belmont community. Um, and you know, I, I see what we've got to do. I usually go into our class of, uh, Facebook group of the of the year, which is right now the class of 2020. Um, I go in and I add students there. Uh, right now, it's like hot time for for that because um, we are kind of in the middle of the admissions season. So you know we have a few hundred students already in the group, um, and you know we let them in. I I read how excited they are to come to Belmont. And I smile and remember, oh yes, I love my job, and. Uh, <laughs> And, you know, we, uh, we do that. Um, so I do that. I, you know, keep constant tabs on that. I may edit some video throughout the day. Um, I usually have some video project that I'm working on, whether it's planning the project, scheduling video shoots, um, um, scheduling when I'm going to go do the video shoots myself, because sometimes we, uh, we have outside companies come. Sometimes um, I do it myself, or sometimes my student worker goes and, and helps out with that. And, uh, you know, that's kind of my day. I, I mean, today I was, uh, in our web and social meeting and, um, that's typically, I, I kind of help out with web some too. So we talk a lot about, you know, where we're going, what we're going to do, you know, those kinds of things. Um, and we help plan content for the web. Um, we also do, I also have my social media administration team. We had that meeting today. That's kind of our higher level group of folks from marketing admissions, alumni, athletics, student affairs. Um, and we talk about what's happening in the other Facebook groups because we literally are running about 10 to 15. I can't remember off the top of my head because, you know, 
I'm tired. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but we, we have about 10 to 15 class of um, or transfer Facebook groups um, running concurrently. So we don't just start a group and then, you know, are super excited for them when they're incoming freshmen and then kind of give up on them. We actually pay attention and engage students in each of the Facebook groups where appropriate. Um, the groups are actually designed uh, to hang on even after students graduate and we kind of pass those off to alumni um, and still, you know, share some of the responsibility, but they, uh, they kind of help out um, and start providing content to post in there and everything like that after that. Um, so we talked a lot about strategy and, you know, where we're, what we're going to be doing in the next few months with social. Um, and we talked about the Boulevard team, which is our student street team that uh, of about 15 students that helps us, you know, create content um, where we wanted them to go. Uh, I think today we talked about our Tumblr and some changes that we're going to make to the content there. Um, and, you know, then I go back, I think I edited some audio for a, uh, for a, for an audio project we're working that we uh, that we do with StoryCorps for 125th anniversary, um, and those will be coming out soon. Um, and uh, yeah, and then we talked about snow because it's supposed to snow tomorrow, uh -huh. um, and that's gonna be fun. Um, we're gonna have between nothing and six inches, um, according to the weather forecast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> Nashville is this weird place. Um, we call it the snow dome because it always snows like north of us or south of us. Um, but Nashville almost never gets something. But when we do, it's like crazy. So we've been, uh, you know, um, figuring out what our plan is, our game plan is for that. Um, and then, you know, came home and then looked at the Internet some more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, yeah, and I, I, I wish you the best of luck uh, handling that snow if it does come. Um, but uh, something that uh, just like I guess the things that kind of stuck out to me that um, one for sure that it is just kind of an interesting aspect of like your life and anybody else who works in a role similar to yours is just like that social listening. Like you said, you always kind of have your finger on the pulse. Like I guess at different times of the day, it's sort of like on there very kind of deeply and other times it's kind of just like you kind of peek your head in uh to see what's going on kind of keep your ear out of you know i guess mixing my metaphors there but um sort of like you know you just kind of check in and uh obviously during like sort of the normal business hours you're very highly uh aware of what's going on but you kind of always have to be somewhat aware of what's going on and what's being said about you and um and then just the idea of social listening of like all those Facebook groups, like you said, and kind of being aware of what's going on there so you can get sentiment and answer questions and uh, different things like that. Like that's so like so beneficial and just investing that time and energy and effort, I think goes a long way. And um, yeah, it was just, uh, it's really cool to hear. And then just obviously like you're uh, noting, I feel like just a, a campus wide kind of investment and collaboration and then the uh, different kind of content creation that you have and engaging students. And I want to kind of focus on the students a little bit, uh, mm -hmm. but um, with all of this going on, what uh, like do you enjoy most? Is there sort of like a hallmark thing that maybe you helped create or that you're doing right now that you really enjoy or just anything that you want to highlight that just kind of uh, maybe just really captures the good work that um, Belmont's doing there with all the marketing stuff. Well, for me, um, the thing that I enjoy the most about my job uh, to be honest, is the fact that I do many things. Um, it, I like to be busy. Um, 
sometimes it's stressful. Um, I guess I love that stress sometimes, and sometimes I really don't love that stress. Um, but the really awesome thing is that I get to um, I get to do a lot of different things, so I never get bored. But at the same time, almost everything I do is in service of students. Um, and you know, one of Belmont's uh, key tenants uh, is that. Um, we are, and heck, it's the mission statement. We are, uh, Belmont University is a student-centered Christian uh, community, uh, providing an academically challenging education that empowers men and women of diverse backgrounds to engage and transform the world with discipline, intelligence, compassion, and courage, and faith. So, obviously, I read that off of a screen, because um, I don't know it off the top of my <laughs> head. But the key things about that is that, uh, and the key thing that's most important to me is that Belmont is student-centered. Um, and I think that social media allows us to be student-centered in a way that we've never been able to in the history, um, the 125-year history of the university. Um, we can see what students' um, concerns are because they definitely tell us their concerns. Um, and it gives us the ability to act on those concerns. And not just that, but to celebrate the university with them, right? Mm -hmm. So we can celebrate our victories. Um, we can celebrate, um, you know, that we're an academically challenging uh, university. And f we're a fun university. I mean, um, one, of the, our, uh, one of our talks uh, just today um, was on the Futurama theory. Um, and it comes from uh, season six of of Futurama. Um, I think it's called, uh, the pres the prisoner of Binda, something like that. Um, it had to do with, uh, um, everybody's minds get swapped, um, and they have to come up with a solution to get everybody's minds back in the right place. Uh -huh. um, and what's interesting is that the, uh, the guy who, uh, one of the writers for Futurama that wrote this episode, um, is, has a PhD in mathematics. So it's an actual, like thought exercise theorem, like mathematical theorem. And he actually came up with a formula to, uh, that would solve the problem. Um, and it's like hidden in the episode. Um, and like mathematicians are like, oh my gosh, that's so awesome. Um, because only like really big nerds probably got it. Uh, <laughs> but there's like this big mathematical formula that includes pi and a bunch of other things. You can Google it. Um, it was fun and cool and interesting. And, you know, students uh, were really engaged in that. And actually three, two, no, two or three of my students from, my, uh, from the Boulevard team actually went to it um, and thought it was awesome um, and amazing. We posted it on Instagram and it's actually been more popular than, you know, usually we post something from an academic lecture and it's like dude behind a podium. Um, and, uh, you know, that's not super exciting. Um, but the, the responses that students have are like, wow, this is hilarious and informative and awesome. So it's great to work at a university that, that does those kinds of things that, that gives an interesting spin. Now I know like all of all universities do that, but, um, I, I really get a kick out of it at Belmont. It's, it's a lot of fun because our students are fun. Um, they, uh, they, they're very engaged with us on social media. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think part of that's because we engage them when they're, you know, uh, high school students in the Facebook groups and we get them used to, you know, connecting with us and being, you know, free to tell us what they think. Yeah. One of the, I mean, it, like you said, like, 
institutions anywhere do fun stuff. <laughs> but I think just for what you're saying, uh, and just to sort of give kudos where they're due, you know, that, like you said, like you're uh, engaging online with these students from literally like the first steps and continuing that on. And I think what takes that step further from just like, well, we just do stuff fun is that like you probably, you know, you get ideas from them or just sort of see what their concerns are and you, you address those. So there's just more positivity, more energy, more engagement. Uh, so there's probably more people that are going to uh, take advantage of those opportunities to have fun and you celebrate the fun that they're having. And um, you're sort of, I don't know, like it's all around just, I think kind of a, a better community, but, um, and like you've mentioned a few times the Boulevard team, which is like your student staff, uh, you know, marketing, uh, workers uh, for like yeah. a better uh, phrase. But, um, so again, that's sort of, for me, it just really signifies sort of commitment, like engaging students or sort of like students, peers, uh, engaging with them online or creating content and just being around. But, um, so I think like just to me, uh, that's something that I want to kind of focus on for this episode is that on one level, it's just beneficial because it's giving these students valuable marketing experience, but then it's also, like I said, just allowing for peers to connect with their peers on these uh, different channels and stuff. So, um, I'm curious, I don't know how uh, intimately you were, uh, involved with creating it or, you know, advising it now, but how did that team come to be and what sort of like benefits and struggles are there from having a team like that? Well, the team, uh, the, the team was my, my idea I actually was, uh, my, uh, 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 marketing director at the time, um, I, I was looking for ways to create content that students would like. Now, um, part of it comes from a joke uh, that I had with some uh, folks at Belmont that, you know, I'm 33, though I'm 34 now, but at the time I was 33, I'm kind of moving away from the, you know, youngin category mm -hmm. and moving into the, I guess I need to be a responsible adult category. And, you know, the things that I like aren't necessarily the kinds of things that students will like. Um, and, you know, my hope was to get a team of students. We started out with about six or seven, um, students that helped with the Boulevard team. Um, and it's all volunteer. Uh, we don't we don't pay them. Um, so these kids do it because they want to do it, which is I think the greatest motivation. Um, they they put in about two or three hours a week into it. Um, so it's not anything that is going to you know kill them. We don't work them to death, uh, but they uh, they help us in a lot of ways. Um, first, like I said, they help me cover things so that I can be in two places at once. Um, so I can be filming a video while someone else is off taking a picture of a squirrel or something. Um, I say squirrel cause it's squirrel day today. Uh -huh. Um, <laughs> uh, the other thing too, is that they give me that, um, that perspective that I never had before. Um, is this funny? Is this interesting? Um, as a student, do you think this is relevant to you? Um, those kinds of things. So we've been able to actually have more fun with our social media accounts with um, the Boulevard team because, you know, part of the fear, you know, when I was, you know, creating all the content myself uh, and with uh, the office communications, um, our fear was that, 
you know, we can't be too funny because then we may end up looking like, you know, kind of lame, you know? Uh Um, So the Boulevard team helps us not be lame. That's one. Uh, And two, you know, they, they, they provide that, that, that kind of student perspective. Um, And not just that, but they also help me have more eyes in more places. Um, So for instance, um, while I do look at social media all the time, I'm obviously doing a whole bunch of other things. Uh, so the Boulevard team, they're all working to to keep an eye on what's happening in the Facebook groups or is there some trend on Twitter that I missed or um, those kinds of things. And they they help uh, they help fill the holes that that I um, obviously have being one single human being. Um, and the cool thing about that is, is that the team has grown. So we started out with like six and this year we have 15. Um, and, you know, you talked about challenges uh, that we have. Um, wrangling 15 students is a challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've seen, you know, schools have, uh, you know, like student recruiters and all those kinds of stuff. And they have like a hundred of those. I, I don't know how they do that. That, that just blows my mind because um, 15 is hard enough for me. Uh, but the cool thing is, is that we've, um, this year we've implemented some cool things with the Boulevard team to kind of help me manage them better. Um, the first thing we did was we implemented Slack. Um, don't know if you've heard about that. That's a, a neat little chat program, um, uh, productivity software that's free, um, that allows you to, um, essentially create channels. Um, that are chat rooms where you can have discussions instead of doing everything over email. What we were doing before is we were doing everything over group message. And as you all know, group messages are the bane of everyone's existence. <laughs> so, um, so Slack allows us to do some awesome things with that. Um, each of the, uh, the students go in there. They, that's where we plan content. We have a weekly meeting where we actually meet all together and talk about stuff. Um, we talk about the next week and we actually plan content there, which I take to marketing and communications on Monday. And then we create an overall, uh, and it becomes part of the overall content marketing plan for the week. And that includes web and news and all that kind of stuff. So we've created a a real robust system of content planning this year. Um, we've also, um, I've also organized the team into what I call pods because, you know, I love Apple and, that's not a, if you've heard higher in social, you all know that I'm an Apple fan, but uh, with my iPhone and my Apple watch and my iPad and my MacBook pro and my Mac pro, and we're talking on a Mac mini right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the, the cool thing is that uh, we, uh, we've created these pods and they're essentially teams of about, f- you know, four or five students. Students can be on multiple pods, but we have a music pod where the students help us do music Monday. Um, which is our uh, one of our uh, little ongoing content things where we uh, Belmont's a big music school where like a block off music row, which is where all the country music is made. Um, so we have students that are involved in music business. That's their major. Um, and they help choose student artists for us to highlight every week on Monday. Um, they also handle like talent share and our SoundCloud accounts. So they help find student music to go on those. Talent Share is our music video playlist that mm-hmm. we have on YouTube. Um, we, we do both student audio and music video. So that's awesome and cool. So they handle that. Um, we have an Instagram pod that obviously handles Instagram. We have a sports and events pod that 
uh, that handles sporting events and uh, like you know speakers and all those kinds of fun things, and they go and and uh, take photos and and report back on those things. Uh, we also have um, a, a video pod, so they're. Uh, several video production, motion pictures, and uh, even a music business major in there that's doing, um, helping us do video. Um, so they'll create their own uh, videos. They've already done two or three. We're working on a couple right now um, that are fun and cool. We've got some really talented students all around. Um, but it's really cool that we have music and video because that's a lot of fun. Um, we also have a Tumblr pod, uh, and that's the uh, that's the obviously the one that handles Tumblr content. Um, we're just getting off the ground with Tumblr, uh, but that one is something I'm really excited about. So um, hopefully we'll have some stuff coming on there. So um, so all of them um, they're kind of broken up into these smaller teams. Each has a leader. Um, that reports back to me like what kind of content that they're creating for the week. And that's kind of something we discussed during our weekly meeting. So um, uh, I think this year was the year that we really like knocked it out of the park as far as uh, making things more manageable, uh, giving student leader, students leadership positions within the team, um, and uh, giving them things that they're generally interested in um, and that they can really excel at instead of being all over the place like we were before. Um, essentially before it was like first come first serve, whoever makes something and gets it to me first is the winner. Um, and now it's, uh, it's really um, more structured. Um, and uh, I wasn't sure how it was going to turn out, but I'm, I'm quite happy with the result. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds really neat. Just like a really robust, uh, team of students doing cool, uh, you know, good work, cool work, uh, their own sort of creative, uh, content things. Um, and just to highlight some things that sort of resonate with me, um, just like you were saying, sort of the benefit of, uh, enlisting all this, all these students and getting their perspectives is that, you know, your experience, your interest and in all that kind of stuff has its limits. And like, I think some, departments and offices will get into sort of like sticky situations of like, like you're saying sort of being like too silly or funny or like, you know, trying to be trendy and stuff. And I think it can come across as, you know, you lose some of your credibility if you're just like being silly all the time to try and connect with students, or you just kind of come across as pandering and you're kind of overcompensating um, where I think all you really need to do is just like come up with good content, like, you know, good content is good content is good content. Like it doesn't need to be kind of like pandering, silly sort of, you know, trendy stuff. Like it, it can be, but it, it doesn't need to be that all the time. And getting students to, again, the idea of having peers connecting to each other, I think is, uh, it's far more impactful, um, than whatever you or I, you know, or any professional right. would think is better. Um, and the, the really yeah. awesome thing about them, too, um, that I forgot to mention earlier, obviously they do a lot of things, but they're also kind of a focus group for us, too, mm -hmm. um, for almost, for many, many things marketing, right? So, for instance, when we were, uh, they've helped us um, develop our mobile app um, for the university. Um, they actually had the mobile app months and months ahead of other students and were testing it for us and helping us um, kind of get the direction that we wanted to go with our mobile app, um, as in the things that students would use the most, as opposed to things we think students would use the most. Um, so they helped us uh, do that. Uh, and so far, our apps have been really, I guess, popular. Um, we've had very few complaints about them, and 
our analytics tell us they're using them. So um, that's definitely awesome and good. Uh, and, you know, so they helped us be a focus group slash development team for that. Um, and they also helped us, uh, they help us with just general marketing stuff. You know, when we're, when we're considering new ideas for our website, we, we, we ask them what they think. Um, um, they've helped us do a little bit of, you know, focus grouping on competition. Like, what do you think of this school's website or what do you think of that school's website? You know, those kinds of things. Um, so they're a very, a very talented group. Um, we do have them sign, um, confidentiality agreement as well as a, uh, um, as well as a, uh, content, uh, and information like copyright kind of thing, um, which is a, which is, which is a thing. Um, but you know, we, we need to own the content that they create and we don't want them to, you know, spill what our social media strategy is. So, uh -huh. um, we want some things to be a surprise, um, especially when we're doing something awesome and cool. Um, like for instance, the time that we played Star Wars on the Carillon, I had to, on our, uh, uh, on the day that Star Wars came out, you know, we had, had to consult with the Boulevard team. I think this is cool. Do you think this is cool? Um, and uh, so they kind of help us out with those kinds of things too. So, Yeah, that definitely is really beneficial. And um, just furthering off of that, like just the fact that they probably they get sort of this confidence uh, from feeling like they, you know, trying to connect with what their you know peers are saying or, you know, and uh, being an advocate for what, uh, you know, their peers would want, I think, uh, grants them some confidence within like how you're starting to build those, uh, uh, leadership positions within the Boulevard team, uh, also being uh, impactful too for, uh, those students. And then, um, so much learning just happening through teamwork and those leadership things and, um, separating into pods so people can kind of connect more deeply to areas of their interest. And, um, yeah, and I just again kudos where they are due. I think that's really a, a great way to organize things, and um, seems like it's working out. So uh, certainly encourage folks to uh, you know look into something similar. Uh, I know my institution I think could uh, do well to do that, and I think they they are working towards that of just kind of building up a little intern base for uh, marketing stuff. But um, yeah, but like is that certainly challenges of like. It's almost a, it's a full time job just being the person who wrangles a bunch of uh, interns and student workers and stuff. So certainly, definitely uh, something to consider, uh, I guess, when you're when you're organizing a team like that. But um, so we're uh, sort sort of starting to wrap up here. Uh, what other uh, resources? You mentioned Slack, and I, I've I've sort of dabbled uh, and explored it a little bit. And definitely, that's a great productivity chat tool. Um, uh, for a lot of different purposes, but so any other, uh, resources, tools, tips, tricks, uh, anything that you're thinking of, it's, it's a book or, uh, website article, you know, conference or something. I know you've gone to like, uh, different conferences and stuff. So anything that you want to recommend that you found beneficial that you'd want to share with our audience? Well, the Hyatt web conference is, is a conference that I, I love going to. Um, it's a, it's a great conference if you're a web person, social media, marketing, any of those kinds of things. Um, another, another great resource is, um, I've been listening to, uh, the, uh, the unpodcast by Scott Stratton and Allison Kramer. Um, that's a great podcast if you want to learn a little bit about business and social media and, you know, just, 
any of those kinds of things, how to deal with customers online. Um, I know it, it's maybe a little bit uh, cliche, I guess, to call students customers, but they, they're similar in a lot of ways, um, especially in how they react on the internet. So that's, um, that's a great one. Um, and he has a few uh, really great books too. Um, so that's a, a great resource. Um, I also listen to uh, Higher Ed Live. That's another great podcast as well. Um, uh, there's actually a great episode on social listening um, that came out on Monday. Um, I'm not just saying that because I was on it, but because it was just a really good episode. We had a really great discussion about you know how different schools uh, tackle social listening. Mm-hmm. So you know, um, there's a lot. I mean, there's an unlimited amount of resources out there. There's a lot of great books and podcasts and you know websites uh, that you can go to and, and learn some things. Um, I find that talking with my, uh, I actually talk a lot with my uh, colleagues on Facebook. Um, I'm, I've, just, I've just been friends with them um, and we, you know, talk via message. Um, and uh, there's a couple Facebook groups. There's, uh, there's actually a higher ed social Facebook group that has nothing to do with our podcast. It just happened to pop up about the same time that we started the podcast, um, (laughs) where, uh, where people talk to each other about, um, different things. It's like, it's literally hashtag higher ed social. Um, so that's a, that's a really cool Facebook group. It was, uh, created by, I forgot her name. Um, but it exists. Uh, but I also talk a lot on Twitter too. Um, it's nice to see a lot of people, um, in higher education that do social media are really willing to share like the stuff that they do. Um, I think that's one of the greatest things about, about higher ed, as opposed to being in the corporate world, which I've been in before. Um, just the amount of sharing and the amount of fellowship and friendship that there is out there um, is, is a great way. I mean, I met Jackie on Twitter mm-hmm. and then I met her at a conference, but, uh, in real life, but, uh, I mean, the, the sky's the limit, especially, you know, hop on to hashtags like SA chat and, and, and various others. And you can actually really get into discussions with folks, um, and talk to them. I, I actually think Twitter is where we found you. Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, Jackie, can take all the credit for finding you, but, uh, um, and finding your podcast, which we both love. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's just so much out there. Um, there's so many people that want to help each other. Um, it's just, it's great. Um, and uh, maybe I should have mentioned this in, uh, in the section where you asked me what I enjoy most about my job, but I mean, that's part of it. Um, having people like you to talk to you, um, or having, you know, just, you know, friends, like people that have come real good, amazing friends, uh, that I will have for life. Uh, just because I just happen to work in, uh, a little sector where we actually do awesome things for students. And, uh, I like to think that we are impacting the world in some way because we're actually influencing the lives of the future of this country. Mm. So, 
Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Go social media and higher ed. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's good. I, I'm, I'm the eternal optimist. So I, sort of, I share those uh, kind of perspectives on things of making a positive impact in the world in the future and all that kind of stuff. And um, certainly, I mean, good advice. I feel like it's come up before on the podcast of just uh, encouraging people to connect with other human beings to talk about things because uh, it's like, yeah, there's a lot of great books and other sort of resources that exist, but a great free way to learn things is like you said, just learning from uh, colleagues and peers, again, just sort of peer to peer connections, but right. uh, you know, just saying like, Hey, can I, can I pick your brain and let's set up a time to have a phone call? You know, and that's free. Like it's just somebody just giving some of their time. And like you said, a lot of people are very generous with their time, especially uh, I think the kind of person who works on a college campus as an educator is impacting the future generations and all that kind of stuff. They're, uh, I think very giving with their time and very generous and uh, willing, right. willing to do that. So it's certainly a great resource to look into is just those people that you've been admiring <laughs> from afar online or that you maybe kind of touched base with at a conference. And it's like, well, let me like reconnect and let me, you know, see uh, what they might be able to teach me or point me in the direction of for uh, other resources perhaps. But, um, so, uh, we will, we will end here as we always do. We will wrap it up with a final thought. So what would you like to leave the audience with as we uh, end this episode here? Well, I have to say this. I know sometimes in what we do, we can develop a lot of cynicism and we can, uh, we can start to question, you know, what we do. Uh, but the best thing I can say to anybody is, um, go online, see what your, you know, prospective students, the students just coming in, um, see their attitude, um, see why they want to come to the, to the university or institution that you're at. Um, go to a preview day or an open house or even just a visit day and just look at those bright, happy faces. Um, and that will remind you really of what you're here for. Um, and that's, I think that's the best feeling and, and that's what always rejuvenates me. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's just good to remember what we're here for. Yeah. So always remember that. Yeah. Anything, anything like orientation wise, yeah, does, uh, help kind of inspire just like, Oh, there's just so much like raw excitement for like college and all the possibilities and like all that kind of stuff. So, uh, that's definitely, it makes you wonder, it makes you wonder how, um, especially when you're, if your orientation is spread out over an entire month like ours, how that orientation staff can stay so happy <laughs> for so long just amazes me. Um, uh, that and move-in day, um, our, our students that do move-in day, um, we, we, uh, we have our, our, our student orientation leaders and just everybody. They all, uh, like volunteers from around campus and everything, they all help like move students in. Um, which is awesome and cool. Um, but the thing that I think sets us apart is that every 20 minutes, um, the orientation staff breaks into a, uh, a big like line dance kind of like, I think they did whip Nene this year. They did it every 20 minutes for like five minutes, like on cue. Um, and every single time from like eight o'clock in the morning to like 5.30 at night, they did it and they were just as energetic at the end as they were at the beginning. And I was just like, wow, guys, whatever you're taking, I want some. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's impressive. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm sure some um, five hour energy was in there somewhere. Yeah, it had it's it's in the mix there somewhere. Um, uh, but yeah, I like that. I like that kind of optimistic, uh, hopeful ending to the episode of always just remembering uh, why you're here in the first place, sort of thing. You know, some people do lose direction a little bit, lose the the focus of. Uh, sort of that optimism and the endless possibilities and uh, just helping to impact student lives and impact the future. Um, it's definitely good to be reminded of that every once in a while. And uh, yeah, I think this is a, it's a really great episode, uh, just focusing on sort of a spe- uh, specific element of engaging a student marketing team. And I uh, think you're all are doing some really great work there at Belmont. And I appreciate you, Logan, for uh, taking time to talk about it and uh, sharing your experience and your story and um, yeah, just, uh, thank you so much. It was really great stuff. Well, thanks for uh, having me. All right. Well, have a good rest of your week and I will uh, talk to you later. Thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. If you want to help us out, leave us a review and rating on Stitcher or iTunes, or just share out the show so other people can find all the cool stuff we talk about every single week. Again, thanks for listening and we'll see you next time on the student affairs, spectacular podcast.